Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Connected Divergence podcast. My name is Tina Etheridge. I'm a radical ADHD and ADHD acceptance coach. And today I want to talk to you about something that I've been sitting with these past couple weeks, which is this idea that your time spent fucking around um, and faffing about, uh, faffing about is a British phrase and I just love it so much because it's just fantastic, but your time fucking around and faffing about, it matters, it's important, it counts, and it is actually critical to the process of doing the things that you want to do. So what am I talking about when I talk about fucking around, faffing about, um, messing around, playing, whatever else. I'm talking about getting your feet wet, getting your hands dirty. I'm talking about touching the touchstone. If you've listened to my podcast episode about um, hobby libraries and touchstone altars, it's the same concept, but applied a bit differently. So my episode on touchstone libraries and hobby altars is more about... um, more about action, right? Like, oh, this is a a hobby that I want to engage in. This is the more cognitive, creative creation side of this same principle. And if you are an artist or a creator, if you are somebody who writes or paints or um, creates content, if you design new creative ideas, basically if you, if you get engage in basically if you engage in creativity in any way, this is kind of the area and the avenue that I am talking about. So I think so often we hold the expectation, including me, I was here two weeks ago. We hold the expectation that we should, <laughs> there's that word, we should be able to just sit down and do the thing. <laughs> we should just be able to sit down and do the things that we want to do. And when we don't, there is a pain there. There, It is a painful experience. And that pain makes sense. It's the pain of disconnection. It's the pain of the feeling in our brain not matching the the output or the outcome that we're really desiring, um, right? Like if you have the intention to be like, wow, I want to write this poem or I want to write this short story and I really want it. And we sit down and we, <laughs> we're in front of the keyboard and our fingers are on the keys and we're trying to type, but our brain feels sticky. It's like a molasses feeling. And that sticky molasses feeling runs all down our body, th- you know, from our brain all the way to our fingertips. And we're trying to type. We're trying to write out this an idea and it's just not happening. It's just not clicking it just feels clunky. It feels hard. It feels laborious. It feels exhausting. It feels like it's just this disconnect. Like it's not the flow of water is not flowing. This is the feeling that I'm talking about. And you can have this feeling again. It doesn't have to just be, I don't know if I said this actually. I, so it doesn't just have to be creative aspects of like, oh, painting or um, drawing or watercoloring or artistry. It can be like the act of creation right? It happens in the business, in the workplace all the time. If you are, um, just an example that popped in my brain, if you are a speech language pathologist and you take notes for your kids with IEPs, um, it can be an act of creating creation to synthesize those notes into another format, right? That can be an act of creation. 
Creation is birthing something into the world that did not exist beforehand. So don't, you know, don't let me limit your idea of what creation means for you in your life. Creativity and creation is literally everywhere. It is in all things. It is what it means to be human. So that molasses brain feeling, those sticky, that sticky disconnection um, where everything feels really sluggish. This is the ADHD experience. Like, welcome. Um, hi, <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. And I know if you're listening to this and you relate that you, I know that you get it. I know that you've felt it. I know that you've experienced it. I know that you understand. And this truly is what, right, medication often helps with, right? Not for all things, not 100%, not all of the time, but ADHD medication helps so many of us. Um, I am in the unfortunate pool where side effects of ADHD medication do not vibe with my brain. So I am in the unmedicated ADHD group. Um, and I that kind of means that I experience a lot of this, right? A lot more of it than I did when I was taking ADHD medication. And so this is why it's so important, right? We all experience, if you're medicated or not, we all experience it. It's to some level, to some degree. Um, and this is why this concept of it is critical, it is important, it is valuable to fuck around, to faff about, um, is really essential when it comes to our experience of our neurodivergence. Because, coming back, we hold that expectation, like I said, that we should be able to just sit down and type it out, bang it out, do the thing we want to do. And when we don't, when we hit that feeling of, oh my gosh, this is not happening, my expectation is not meeting my reality, what happens then? Well, I'll tell you what tends to happen then that I see very often for myself and for my clients is we derive meaning from that experience, right? We say, this means something. This means something bad. This means that I'm doing something wrong. This means that something is wrong. This might mean that I am wrong, um, right? This experience, this disconnection, this sticky, muddy, molasses brain feeling means that things are broken, things are not behaving appropriately, whatever words you want to use. <laughs> and that meaning that we then derive is informative. We use it to inform ourselves that, okay, this isn't working. This is a waste of time. Um, this is a really hard feeling that I shouldn't be having. And where do we go from there? Well, we say, dang, remember the last time I did that and how I had that sticky, muddy brain feeling? Wow, that sucked. So let me just not even do it. And, you know, this kind of idea, like, let me wait for my brain to feel ready, right? And this is something I say a lot. Like, you'll do it when your brain is ready to do it. So please know there's always space for nuance in literally everything. It's always a yes and. It always comes back to yes and. However, this is another facet of lived experiences. The facet of sometimes for some things, we can't wait forever for our brain to be ready to do it, right? Like things like taxes. There is a window of opportunity. Um, we can widen that window with extensions. We can widen that window with late payments, right? There's a window. Um, the window is flexible. However, Generally, right, the IRS is accepting your taxes on April 15th of the year. Um, and so, right, for not everything in our life can we wait for our brain to be ready to do it. Now, I'll tell you, if 
you give yourself shame-free, guilt-free, like full permission, you know, if we didn't have these IRS constraints or whatever to like do it when your brain is ready to do it, I believe, I fully believe that your brain will do it when it's ready to do it. But again, some things in life, we have a little bit more restraints, we have more deadlines, we have um, a little bit of tighter timelines and right, it's always a question of how do we work with our brain instead of against it. And so for these scenarios, these scenarios where we have more, um, right, Le- oh gosh, less flexibility. Yeah, right. Less flexibility um, for our brain to do it when it's ready to do it. This is when this particular tool that I'm introducing to you, this particular mindset download that I'm I'm sharing with you, can be really useful. And so what we're talking about here is giving ourselves the opportunity to fuck around and to faff about, giving ourselves the opportunity to do it badly and let it be bad. <laughs> and if you're someone that's like, oh, like you cringe when I say do it badly, let it be bad, that's okay. I understand. I've been there. It's It was a journey for me to move, <laughs> to neutralize that word um, in my brain and that's okay. Use other words, right? Use other words that resonate with you. Um, it's always about what does your brain need? So this idea of letting ourselves fuck around and faff about What happens is so important when we do this. It is one of the most valuable things that we can do. It is what I like to call sitting with discomfort. And sitting with discomfort is such a skill. It is such a skill um, that can be developed and grown over time, Um, right? Sitting with discomfort is never about sitting with such immense discomfort that is going to cause harm to ourselves, right? It is about sitting with tolerable discomfort so that we can expand our capacity um, and grow, truly to grow. So again, what I'm trying to say here, I think I'm like kind of like trying to say a lot of things right now. (laughs) Um, What I'm trying to say here is that when we give ourselves this opportunity to fuck around faff about, Without the meaning making of being like, oh, this is a problem. This means that something is wrong. This means that I'm doing it wrong. But when we embrace that clumsy, awkward attempts, when we embrace that sticky brain feeling, when we embrace that discomfort and even embrace the frustration of like, wow, my brain is just not, you know, I'm trying, but the words are not a flowing. <laughs> the brush strokes are not a brushing. Um, when we embrace that discomfort, here's what happens. It is an incredible thing. It is a magical thing that happens. So here's what happens. And I'll use this metaphor because I love metaphors, but it plants a seed, right? Imagine you're in a garden and you have these beautiful iris bulbs or crocus bulbs if you prefer crocuses. I think crocuses are bulbs, um, but you have bulbs, tulips, whatever your preference is. And you're in your garden and the soil is tangled with roots and I don't know, um, maybe you have like a top layer that you have to get through, right? It's not a perfect garden. It's a, it's a new garden. It's a, it's a fresh garden. It is a natural garden, but you want to plant these bulbs and you're here to plant these bulbs. It's going to feel right clunking, (laughs) clunking, cutting through the soil with your spade is going to feel a little hard. It's going to feel a little laborious. It's going to feel a little clunky. But all we're doing is we're 
letting it be clunky and tossing the seed into the little cute little divot we made in the soil and then covering it up. And that is enough, right? This act of fucking around, faffing about plants the seed for the next time, the next time that you come back to doing this work, this thing that you want to do. And planting the seed is everything, right? Like you can't grow the iris, crocus, tulip bulbs if you haven't planted the seed, right? Planting the seed is essential. And no, we don't get this beautiful growth and the flowers and the colors and the vibrancy the first time. No, we definitely do not. We absolutely will not. That is not the expectation. What we're doing here is we are planting the seed. We are opening the door. We are opening the window of possibility. Because what happens when we give those clunky attempts our full permission and tell ourselves like, yep, this is this is valuable. This is still valuable. What happens is our brain, because we planted the seed, because we've opened the door, we've opened the window, our brain, our subconscious mind now has a seed to to nourish, right? To <laughs> to turn into a little plant embryo, <laughs> to grow into the little cotyledon phase with the cute little two little. I don't actually know if bulbs have cotyledon phase. I'm assuming they do. Um, anyway, yes, it gives our brain the opportunity to let that seed grow on the back end, right? The subconscious, the back end processing, the processing that happens inside of our brains, not consciously, but when we're not even thinking about it, right? When we're taking a shower, when we're walking our dog, when we're doing the dishes, when we're going on a walk outside, when we're folding laundry, right? These little random moments, we're on the subway, whatever. These little random moments where we're not, we are not thinking about the thing. And sometimes what happens is we get this, what feels like a direct download from the universe, right? Like a a, a lightning bolt, electrical shock, um, where we're just minding our business, minding our business, in the shower, on the walk, whatever. And all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, this idea pops into our brain, right? And maybe the idea is about the seed that we planted, right? And we didn't have that idea at the beginning, but because we planted the seed, because we fucked around and faffed about, um, the seed was in our brain. And so our subconscious mind has been chewing on it, right? Again, we have no idea that it's happening. It happens during our sleep. Um, We have no conscious awareness about it, but it is happening. And that's when we get those direct, you know, um, lightning bolt kind of downloads into our brain. That can happen. The other thing that can happen is when we go to sit down the next time, right? Again, when we don't uh, put this negative meaning on, oh my gosh, like this was so hard and painful and it's always going to be just as hard and as painful as it was this one time. When we don't give it that meaning, but instead be like, yep, this is all part of the process. This makes sense. Um, This is equally as valuable as these high output days, these high creativity days. What happens is the next time that we sit down um, and we open the door, we open that window, we get our spade out in our garden. What happens is that idea, because we planted the seed, it flows. It flows. Like the dam is unlocked, right? That water is flowing. And those are the moments where it feels like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is amazing. It feels good. It feels so easy. And like, if you're writing, the words are flowing. Or if you're painting, you just have this crisp idea of what you want. And that crisp idea 
comes to life in front of you or very closely does, right? Not to say that it just happens, bam, all in one run. It can be an iteration over time, but it's the brain feeling that I'm really talking about here, not the the outcome or the finished product, but the brain feeling of like, wow, this is just flowing. I am just vibing. I am in the zone. And again, I'm speaking as somebody who is unmedicated ADHD, unmedicated ADHD, whatever. Um, speaking as that, right? <laughs> that sort of bubble um, because I experience this feeling of my brain being mushy molasses all the time. All the time. I'm unmedicated. I have no boosters. I have no supports other than caffeine. So I have had to figure this out. I work for myself. I have no one telling me what to do. I have had to figure this out out of necessity and also out of love and passion for this work and love and passion for my clients who are right there in it with me. Um, And the amazing co-creation and co-collaborations of ideas that we come together that I am then able to share on this podcast to help other people. It's like the best. It's the best. I have the best job ever, just in case anybody didn't know that I feel that way. (laughs) I have the best job ever. Um, Okay. Okay. All right. Reeling it back. Reeling it back. Okay. So this is what I'm talking about, about fucking around, faffing about. It is essential. It is critical. It is all part of the process. And when we sit with the discomfort of how it feels, because it does feel uncomfortable It does feel uncomfortable and that is real and that makes sense. And if you feel that, you make sense to me. But when we embrace it, when we radically self-accept it, what happens is we plant the seed. We open the window, we open the door, whatever metaphor you love or make your own and share it with me. You know I love that. Um, But we plant the seed so that the next time or at a time that we are not even expecting it to happen, we get that idea download just from the universe or, you know, we sit down the next time and the words just flow because again, we have been experiencing subconscious processing. So one of the biggest, this has been one of the biggest, most radical mindset shifts of my life. I have so many, but this is definitely up there. Top 10, holding the belief that my brain is processing problems and challenges on the back end right, on my subconscious level and holding that belief that I don't have to think, 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 think consciously my way through all the time for every problem and every challenge that I have. (laughs) That isn't a game changer. I mean, if we're talking about the cognitive and emotional load of feeling like you have to think through all of your problems and intellectualize all your problems and, um, right, even like just directly process them at all times for every problem that is exhausting and that's that's what I thought that's truly what I believed and it's why I experienced so much burnout and anxiety right anxiety thinking about my problems thinking 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 trying to find a solution trying to come up with a solution and not having one because it wasn't something that I could consciously think my way through I needed just how do I like to say it like I don't know I feel like What happens in time is these little, I don't know, nuggets, I'll call them nuggets from the universe, just sort of like filter in, right? Like you hear something from a friend or you scroll by an Instagram post or somebody says something to you at the supermarket and, you know, none of it really stands out as like, oh, this was significant. Like you probably wouldn't even remember it. 
but it all filters in and it all adds to our layer of lived experiences, our inputs to our brain that then can inform our intuition, right? That then can inform our intuition of like the decision that we want to make or the thing that we want to do. And so many of them are subconscious. We don't even know that they're happening, but they are happening. (laughs) So that has been a really core belief for me that my brain is capable of processing problems in the back end and I don't have to think my way through every single one of them. Holding that belief has been so powerful for me. And this is, uh, you know, what I'm sharing today is an example of where that really shines through and comes through. And again, I believe that there's, you know, some circumstances in life where we can honor that our brain will do it when it's ready to do it. Um, That has been a truth for me if I give myself enough time and relieve the demand, the pressure, the obligation, the, you know, intense, heavy responsibility. And that tool doesn't work in all circumstances at all times, right? We always need more tools in our tool belt than just the one. And so this is another tool that you can utilize if you have this experience is walking into your garden with your seed and cutting through that soil and letting it be clunky, letting it be um, awkward, letting it be just not very quote-unquote productive like you know that's the right that's just it it looks it doesn't look productive (laughs) that's the thing um it might not look productive and that's okay because it actually really is we're planting the seed and something I want to stress here because I've fallen into this trap before so I've had this experience where it feels really clunky and there have been times in the past where I think like I should just push through and try to create um anyway and like try to create a fully finished product anyway um and if you if this works for you like yes please honor yourself honor what works for you honor your brain um I found for myself that if I try to like stick it out for three hours when my brain is just not having it because I'm trying to like push or force myself to do it um that leaves such a negative mental experience for me that it can do some damage um, where (laughs) I won't ever want to come back ever again. I've just had such a terrible time for so long. Um, So the thing that I have to do for myself is I have to kind of recognize when it's happening and be like, well, okay, my brain is just not in the mood, not in the, the vibe for this thing that I'm trying to do. And that's okay. I'm really proud of myself for trying. Let me go do something else now. And giving myself, you know, that is kind of, again, the metaphor of like, we're just planting the seed, right? We don't have to um, (laughs) add garden lime and then uh, pH the soil and then add, you know, fertilizer and then add, I don't know, all these other things. Like, we don't have to do all of that today. We don't have to do all of that today. The seed has all of its nutrients that it needs to become a little baby, baby seed. And we just have to give it time. And that has been true for me. Um, I don't need to like (laughs) sit and wait or try to like convince, like talk to my little um, bulb to make it start growing. Like, come on, bulb, like just grow for me, please. Like I'm here now, just grow. Um, It's not the day for that. And that's okay. It will happen on another day. And I will, right, we keep coming back. We keep coming back to check on our little seed and say, hey, seed, how are you doing? And There's going to be a day where we come into that garden and like I said, it just flows and we have the vibrant colors and we have the pop and it's just wonderful and beautiful and glorious, but we have to give it the opportunity to do that. That's what I'm trying to say. So 
that's what I want to share with you this week. I hope this was helpful and I hope you're doing well. I know so many people who are sick and ill right now. Um, so please take very good care of yourselves. Please be careful. Um, and yeah, have a, you know, 2024. It's kind of so funny. Um, I had this feeling that January was the longest month of my life. <laughs> and I think a lot of people shared that sentiment. And I as soon as February was coming around, I just had this feeling like, okay, February is going to be so fast in comparison. It is going to fly by in comparison. And it's already like we're halfway. And maybe we're over halfway. No, we're not because leap year. But we're basically halfway. And that's wild because February was like a day ago. <laughs> so I hope you're well and I hope you stay well. And thank you for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Bye.